RNMD is a show about hospital relationships from the perspective of doctors and nurses. You're very smart, and we know that you would never come to a podcast for medical advice. So obviously, call your non-podcasting doctor and nurse team if you need any medical care. Oh, and we should also mention that we don't represent any hospital at all, ever. Okay, start the thing. and welcome to another episode of RNMD. I'm your nurse host, Abby. And today, you know what, guys, we have a special, (laughs) this is going to be kind of a one-off episode. It's just me and it's going to be short because I have something to say. I'm on day three of three right now in the ICU, weekend shifts. You know how it is. It's always busy. But I needed to hop on for a second because for anyone who doesn't know where I get some of these topics and where a lot of my info on what some of the more inflammatory things that physicians are saying, um, I get that information from a lot of the Reddit threads because it's anonymous. And so... Usually the loud and most vicious people show up there and they state their concerns and they kind of have an echo chamber. And because most of the doctors that I know are really nice and most of them are super respectful, like 99% of them, right? Just like nurses. Um, But the ones that I find online, the loud ones are generally kind of mean and You know, um, the account ICU nurses only, um, the person who runs that account actually drew my attention to this Reddit, um, this Reddit thread, which is residency. It is just a dumpster fire. I mean, it is like just nurse bashing, just NP bashing, just PA bashing. There is a tiny bit of hey, this random thing happened today with my patient, but it is mostly hating on everybody but doctors. Um, And generally I kind of scroll through it and I, you know, I read it with an open mind and remind myself that most doctors don't feel this way. Most doctors aren't this mean. Some of these doctors who are even in this thread probably are not this mean or even feel this way all the time. Maybe they're just frustrated in this moment and they need to vent that's all fine. This morning when I got home from work, I don't know why I did this to myself, but I went on like a scrolling rampage and I just read like three pages of this stuff. And I've got to be honest with you, it really made me feel really bad about the future of healthcare. It made me feel really bad about what do I think my relationships are with doctors and what do they actually see me as? Um, Some of these doctors, I mean, some of the nasty comments that they were making, it it has made me question if I want to continue to become an NP, if I will ever be respected as 
a collaborative part of the team. Um, it, it kind of makes me wonder why am I even at the hospital at all? Um, I always had (laughs) so much respect for my own profession, so much pride for what I do. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to be grim. I know usually we have a lot of laughing, we have great guests and I don't want to be a downer, but I think I'm feeling what a lot of nurses that are writing in are saying that they're also feeling. We went through a global pandemic, New York City, my hospital was in the epicenter. Um, The United States didn't have enough PPE for us to fight COVID at first. Um, There's been a backlash against healthcare providers in general, everyone. Um, There's a general mistrust for us on top of what we were already experiencing, which is violence in the workplace, um, short staffing, burnout. So it's just a it's a perfect storm, really. And I, I, I don't know what the answer is. I really don't because I started this project because I was hopeful that we could make a change and that um, like anything that we talk about in this podcast, a lot of these issues that are in this residency thread are simple misunderstandings of our job. It's obvious to me that the PGY one and twos who are in this thread do not even understand our workflow, do not even understand very basic concepts of our job. And I, I don't, I don't fault them for that. I don't expect them to do that when they have all this other stuff on their plate. But the simple fact is it's making our relationships really tumultuous and it's also affecting patient care. And this, um, They've made a organization now to lobby against the American Association of Nurse Practitioners, um, which is called like PPP, Physicians Protecting Patients. Um, And it's just an organization to lobby against um, NPs. Let me be really clear. And again, these are my personal opinions. The NPs that I know personally and the NPs that were surveyed on my Instagram, uh, we did a poll, we did a whole discussion thread. The majority of the physicians that were writing in were saying, NPs are pushing for independent practice. NPs want this. NPs are pushing and they don't have the same training. They have degree mills. They don't have the same number of hours. They don't have residency. That's what the physicians were saying. The NPs and the nurses that I were talking to were saying, I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be uh, on my own. I want to be a part of a collaborative team. I understand that I don't have the knowledge that somebody who went through four years of medical school, three years of residency, and three years of fellowship has in, in their own specialty. But I can be a team member. A lot of these Two, I just want to make a quick point about the hours. When they're comparing hours, a lot of times they're completely forgetting the fact that most of these nurses should, definitely should, and this should be changed. You should not be able to go from BSN right into NP school with no bedside experience. That is not what the NP role was made for. It was for an advanced practice nurse, somebody who had years of bedside experience. 
but when they talk about these hours, they're just comparing clinical hours of NP. Um, and it completely neglects what should be a mandatory number of uh, years. And in my personal experience, I know I hear anecdotally that there's people going right from uh, their bachelor's degree right to DNP. Uh, I'm sure that that's happened and that should be stopped. But in my personal experience, I haven't seen that. The The NPs are fabulous that we work with and they're usually somebody who has been a nurse for 10 years or more. Um, this fight against NP versus physician, this stuff is like, it's very toxic. This Reddit thread is toxic. It has to be stopped. Doctors, if you're out there, please talk to me about it. Email me. Chat with me about it. We can work this out even if we have a difference of opinion. These Reddit threads are not productive at all. Um, and I want to give some examples of what we're talking about. So I'm just going to read a few of these uh, quickly. And you know what? If you're having a bad day and you're in NP school, you know, I will never say this again. Go ahead and just turn this one off because it it has affected me. It mentally and it sort of, it sort of broke my spirit. I'll be honest with you about the, um, the excitement that I had that I could do more for my patients. I could learn more. Um, <laughs> sorry about that alert. That was literally Dr. Babak, um, who just said that residency thread is extremely toxic. He just messaged me. That's what that notification was um, because we've been talking about it because um, him and I have very similar views about the role of the NP. So, okay, let me, I'm going to read some of these. Um, and I'm not going to read their names, even though they're anonymous because I don't want to actually out them. This is all public. If you guys want to um, look at it, maybe I'll just give them little names so we can keep them separate. So let's call this one Dr. Mean Guy. Uh, Dr. Mean Guy says, Mid-levels are a disgrace to all of medicine. An independent mid-level is such an oxymoron. The worst part is the poor patient who has no idea that their mid-level provider doesn't actually know any medicine. There was a post the other day. Oh, this was actually from a PGY2. There was a post the other day of a psych NP gig offering $280 um, a year. I live in New York City, and from what I know from the people here, and nurses make a lot, California and here, from my understanding, are where we make the most. I was told that when I get out, I'll be expecting around 120 a year, which is actually not that much more than the seasoned nurses here make um, because the cost of living is so high, we make more. You start out around, like base pay here, I think is around... 89,000, something like that. And then you get your experience differentials. And a lot of the nurses here have masters in nursing education, et cetera. You get more, um, obviously for all of that. So it's not that much more. Maybe we could say maybe 10 K more people go into it because they're burned out at bedside nursing and they want to make a different kind of impact on their patient. A lot of the threads are just anecdotal stories about I was working with an NP and she basically, he or she tried to kill the patient and I saved the patient. Literally one of them that I read said, um, luckily I was there and saved the patient. Um, 
we've talked about this in the podcast before. No one in the hospital is the only person capable of helping a patient and is the only one who is saving patients. We are a team for a reason. A lot of these doctors here are um, instructing the other people in the thread to report the NPs, to complain um, to administration, to report them to the Board of Nursing, and to map out how to construct a lawsuit against the NP to the patient, to provide documentation to the patient that would provide a lawsuit so that the NP would get sued and fired from their organization. This post is accusing nurse practitioners for being the reason why um, Oxycontin uh, is so prevalent and why there's an opioid (laughs) epidemic, um, which I feel like not one profession should take credit for that. Most of the doctors in this thread are advocating that they tell the patients that they're not seeing a doctor. And it encourages them to explain that they're seeing a nurse, which can be confusing for the patient because I'm willing to bet that patient doesn't understand that this nurse has the power to prescribe versus another nurse. Someone here is saying, I go out of my way to inform patients that mid-level providers, this is the the (laughs) term that they're calling PAs and NPs, mid-level provider is seeing them is a nurse and not a doctor. Um, I mean, mid-level is a word that's been around for a minute now, if they're mid, what does that make me, the ICU nurse who's at the bedside caring for this patient every minute of the day? If an NP is mid and that's supposed to be a slight, what does that make me? This one is saying it's okay to be rude to the NPs because NPs are actually rude to RNs. I I never had that experience. The, The NPs that I work with are great and they encourage me to get my NP because they realize how difficult the bedside is. They've been there. There's multiple posts about this phrase, heart of a nurse, brain of a doctor. Now I'll be honest with you. That phrase is cringe. That phrase is terrible. And whoever says it or said it should stop. I also have never heard it. Again, I'm on social media a lot, and I have been researching this topic frequently. I haven't seen anyone post on their profile, in their bio, I have the heart of a nurse, but the brain of a doctor. I haven't, I have looked, I looked this morning. I have not even found one person that's not associated with the AANP that is trying to even advocate that they know as much as a doctor or they have as much training as a doctor. So, it, it begs the question, where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? Obviously, it's coming from the AANP. They're pushing for independent practice when a lot of their people are saying they don't even necessarily want that, right? I guess that's giving the physicians the impression that we are all gunning for their jobs. Doctors, listen, of course, the AANP is going to do whatever they have to do to make more money, right? Of course. And during COVID, look what happened. They relied a lot on the NPs and PAs to do a lot of, I worked with some great providers in the COVID ICU here in New York City. They stepped up. They did a lot. So of course, they're going to strike while the iron is hot. That doesn't mean they're going to be successful. And that doesn't mean that everyone in their organization agrees with them. 
I don't know anyone who thinks that they can just do their two and a half to three years, um, get their DNP and go, what, do brain surgery? I, I don't know what the implication here is. I mean, really, let's use our thought process and just try to be understanding that there are bigger players here than just doctor versus nurse. That is literally the point of this podcast. It is not you versus me at the nurse's station. That's not what's at stake here. There are lobbying forces on both sides of this issue, and it is in both of their best interests. Now this PPP, patient protection organization, is doing the same thing that the AANP is doing. They are making money. That's what they're doing. They're making money for themselves. Do you think that any of these people on either side give a shit about us, about a PGY1 who's literally breaking their back because they have 30 some patients and they they have no support and they don't even have an attending overnight. Do you think that they care at all about me in a COVID ICU in March? Do you think that they care about the people at the bedside who are actually trying to take care of these patients? No, they care about their own pocket. We have to stop fighting amongst ourselves because it's making them stronger. We are a giant group, giant doctors and nurses together. We are huge. We can control the healthcare system. We can do that. This is toxic. This Reddit thread is terrible. And I encourage, I'm going to make a a very thoughtful post on the Reddit and I'm going to encourage anyone who is on this Reddit thread, who has very different views than me, please come on, let's discuss it. Let's talk about it. This thing where we're just attacking each other and so many of these threads, we're just talking about how dumb and incompetent and and mean and how nurses don't even care about the patient and they don't even get the lab. These, I can explain some of this stuff like, hey, I have how many patients tonight? Look at the expectations that we both have for documentation. Look at the expectations that we have that are set by the hospital that no one is fighting against right now. We are both being taken advantage of. So anyone that wants to come on from this Reddit thread, differing views, I welcome it. Please, let's come on. Let's talk about it. These issues can be solved. These issues can be solved. I'm going to make my information available on the Reddit thread directly so that the physicians can contact me if they like. Um, For anyone who's listening to this, you can contact me at rnmdpodcast at gmail.com or you can DM me on our Instagram, which is rnmdpodcast. Um, and my personal Instagram is the nocturnal nurse, any of those places you can reach me at. And, uh, we can try to have a thoughtful discussion about healthcare. Okay. Rant over. I'm very sorry. I'm very tired. (laughs) I just couldn't believe this shit. I'm sure I could have said this in a way more thoughtful way, but here it is word vomit about Reddit. I I can't believe how many people are saying such nasty things about a profession that I love and I I really am honored to be a part of. I I can't believe it. And especially by people that I respect. The doctors that I work with, I respect them so much. So I don't know. We need to talk about this because it's, it's not sustainable. Okay. 
I have an hour. I have to go put my fig scrubs on, get my big butt in my scrubs, and get to work so I can get a freaking coffee before I start tonight. Thrombectomy patient tonight. So I that's why I've been doing neuro questions if you're looking on IG because I'm trying to brush up. I hope you guys have a good day. Don't go down the spiral if you're not emotionally ready for it. Okay, seriously, do yourself a favor and wait. Okay? All right. 